Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. Welcome into the Inside Carolina podcast. You are listening to the football recruiting podcast with Don Callahan. As always, Don, what's going on, man? Not too much. How have you been? We, we took a break last week. So what's been going on in Ross's world? Uh, man, not much. Um, we took a break off. I mean, I think that's how it's going to be unless there's big news maybe every other week. What do you think? I just, uh, I just know this is Ross's world and I just live in it. Yeah, we'll see. We play by ear. If there's big news, we'll certainly record a podcast, but like last week, there was just nothing to talk about. So we we didn't do a pod, we didn't do a podcast, but, um, who knows as, as, um, commitments keep flowing in, we'll see what happens in the summer, you know. Well, I think things are going to pick up a little bit. I think. February might be a little dry because of uh, that's a dead period. It's a, n- a new thing this year that, you know, um, dead period meaning, you know, no visits. And that's usually what kind of um, pushes commitments. But USC does have uh, junior day this Saturday and then the following Saturday. Um, and there'll be some, um, I guess, stuff that comes out of that. Those two, those two uh, vi- big visits that will affect things early on in February, but late in February, yeah, we might not have a whole lot to talk about. Cool. But we'll, we'll uh, try to pack each episode with a lot of intel and information. That's what we're doing today. Another commitment for the 2021 class came off uh, this weekend, right? Was it Monday? or Sunday? Sunday, night. Sunday, Sunday, night. Night. Yeah. Sunday night. Caleb Hood, a quarterback slash athlete from um, Richmond High School. In North Carolina, he's 5'11", 212. He's not very highly ranked, number 69 athlete in the nation, number 38 prospect in the state of North Carolina. Remember, this uh, 2021 class in North Carolina is stocked. But Caleb Hood, man, he committed to UNC. What uh, can you tell us about him? And we'll get into more uh, about his position and whatnot after that. Yeah, so he's, I mean, a tremendous athlete. You know, at the at the um, opening Charlotte Regional last summer, he he posted one of the better spark ratings, 119.91, um, and and really anything over 100 is is stellar in the in the spark rating. And what the spark rating does for those who don't know is it takes your height and weight, and then also your times and measurements in the you know 40 yard dash, the uh, vertical jump, uh, the uh, powerball toss, yada yada, and then spits out a number. Uh, based off of your your height and weight, and uh, yeah, I think he was he finished fourth at the Charlotte um, opening regional. So that kind of speaks to his athleticism. Um, you know, at Richmond County High School, he quarterbacks that offense. Has been the starting quarterback there for which is which is basically a, a football power in North Carolina since his freshman year. So he'll come out of North Carolina. Sorry, he'll come out of. Uh, Richmond County High School as a uh, four-year starter at quarterback. Uh, last year led them to 
basically an undefeated season until they lost in the, I believe it was the semifinals um, to um, Vance High School, which went on to win the state championship in the highest classification. So he he has played against some pretty big, um, uh, pretty talented teams uh, during his uh, his high school tenure already. Good stuff. So uh, his dad played at UNC. This seemed like it was leaning UNC for a while now. Can you give us a little insight into his recruitment and, and kind of what happened to, to kind of make him commit uh, on Sunday? Yeah, with a lot of these legacies, I think people assume, okay, their dad played at UNC, and a lot of these situations, their dad played for Mac Brown. They're going to end up at North Carolina. And because of that assumption, and because these kids hear this all the time, this has happened with Miles Dorn, and you remember because you, you covered Miles Dorn. Also ha- happened with uh, Jefferson Boaz, um, and, and now with, uh, with Caleb Hood. These guys say the same thing, where, is where they are essentially looking for reasons not to go to Carolina because everybody assumes that's where they're going to end up. But at the end of the day, when it comes time to make a decision, they're just so comfortable at UNC because they've been visiting there so often, so much more obviously than your typical recruit because you know these guys are visiting campus uh, when they're when they're children, um, you know, with their father for different for different things. And with Caleb, it's the same thing. It, it was everybody assumed he was going to North Carolina. He wanted to give everybody else a chance. And then he just finally said, you know what? I feel comfortable here. This is where I want to be. This is where my family wants me to be. I'm just going to commit here. And that's what he did this past Sunday. So UNC now has two commitments for the 2021 class. Who's the other guy? What's his name again? Uh, Dontavious Nash, who committed at the uh, Showtime camp last June. That's right. Dontavious Callahan Nash. They're starting with the in-state people. They, they should get a lot more as this cycle continues. Um, Caleb Hood commits to UNC on Sunday, becomes the second commitment for the 2021 class. Anything else on Hood? Oh, okay, here we go. What position do you think he plays? I read your article. He's a quarterback. He's played quarterback, but he's a freak athlete. He's 5'11", 212. So he's strong, built. I mean, that's college-ready size, but he's not very tall. Where do you see him entering and where do you see him playing position-wise at UNC? UNC has promised him an opportunity to to basically earn a spot in the roster as a quarterback. So that's where he'll start out his UNC career. Ultimately, though, I think he ends up as either a safety or a running back. The more I, I've been watching his film a lot more recently, and I, I kind of starting to lean towards running back a little bit. Now, UNC, if they were, if you were, I guess to inject them with truth serum, they would tell you they want him as a safety, um, that, although they feel like he could play other positions. I, I think that he kind of almost reminds me a little bit of, of uh, A.J. Blue when A.J. Blue was coming out of um, high school. you know, And A.J. Blue was a great quarterback also. Um, but uh, A.J. ultimately ended up turning into a, uh, a running back at North Carolina. And I could see... Something similar with with Caleb. The thing, though, I, I guess the caveat I have to throw out there is that uh, you know Caleb still has his entire senior season, the entire summer, the entire spring, and also when he arrives at North Carolina, he could he could come out of um, the summer with some really good mechanics, which is one of the things I think hurts him uh, as a as a quarterback um, and really kind of um, coming to his own. There, there have been some guys who have come out of their junior seasons or between their junior and, and, and senior seasons have really made some progress in their uh, their arm talent department. And maybe he's yeah. one of those guys. 
Yeah, I mean, and they've kind of promised this quarterback thing to Jefferson Boaz and now to Caleb Hood. Is this just kind of lip service to kind of get them to commit, or is it is there any seriousness to it with both those guys? I think there's some serious seriousness to it. I think what they, but I think also they're thinking, okay, these guys are going to go and they're going to see just how different it is at the college level for a quarterback, and just you know, and and these guys can can kind of see where they're kind of falling behind if they're falling behind. Um, you know, guys like Sam Howell um, and J- Jacoby Chriswell, you know, and, and if you see, okay, I am running a distant third, fourth on the depth chart. I don't know when I'm going to see uh, playing time. UNC's recruiting this other really good quarterback right now. I know that I can play these other positions. Kind of, I guess, the same sort of um, mentality or, or thought process that, Chaz Surratt went a year ago, went through a year ago and deciding that he wanted to move to linebacker. The thing that always concerns me with with guys coming into college with the, the mentality of wanting to play quarterback or wanting a chance to to become a quarterback is that you're wasting years. You, you're potentially wasting years. And I don't want to, I mean, if, if, if the guy's dream is to play quarterback at UNC or in the ACC, I don't want to ever kind of just throw those dreams out the window. I encourage people to do what they want, but I'm I'm worried about you. If you look at Chaz Surratt, for example, think about all those years that he was just kind of messing around the quarterback that he could have potentially been spending at linebacker and just how, I mean, he had a great year this past season. Um, And just think about how much better it could have been with the additional years focused on the linebacker position. And, And I hope that with, with Boaz and with um, Hood, um, they don't. If if quarterback is not their future, they don't waste too much time at the, at that position um, and get to their proper position as soon as possible. For sure, awesome. Well, we want to uh, for this podcast. We're going to not do a top five today. We're going to post that, postpone that to the next uh, podcast. And the top five was your top five favorite cereals. So make sure you do that. Submit your top five favorite cereals. We don't have enough, really, to uh, to do a good top five. So just a reminder on that, top five favorite cereals to Don, either on Twitter, email, or through the private messenger system on Inside Carolina. Now I'll talk to you about Johnny T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. They're a loyal local sponsor, providing you with everything you need for your Carolina game and Carolina fan experience. T-shirts, sweatshirts, pants, shorts, hats. Olympic sports, soccer jerseys, basketball jerseys, football jerseys. Get it all at Johnny T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. Remember, if you are an Inside Carolina subscriber, you have a 10% off discount code on both premium football and basketball message boards. So head to Giant T-Shirt right on Franklin Street. They're locally owned. They have the best customer service and on GiantT-Shirt.com. We love working with them, and we think they provide you know, the best customer service and the best local place to get your UNC apparel. All right, Caleb Hood in the books. We're now going to move on to the kicker that UNC is getting a um, grad transfer from Furman. Grayson Atkins committed on Sunday. He's graduating in May from Furman and will enroll uh, in the summer session. Uh, Don, did you see us coming or did you cover it? Can you kind of break us down what happened there? Um, with uh, with Grayson, yeah. So I didn't necessarily see it coming, but it wasn't a surprise because I know that since last summer, 
UNC has been looking at adding to its kicking room, uh, adding a, a, a some, some additional talent to create some competition. From my understanding, that was uh, the staff was looking to, uh, I guess, pursue someone from the high school ranks to to I guess um, add that talent. Uh, but apparently, you get an opportunity to add a FCS All American kicker. You jump on that immediately, and that's what North Carolina did. He took the official visit over the weekend, and before ending it, he uh, committed to North Carolina. Yeah, and I mean, this is the the world we live in now. Grad transfers, it, it, you can immediately supplement your roster with a player with college experience. If you are missing some spot, if some players go pro, you feel like you need just some more depth in a certain position, you can comb the grad, the transfer portal or the grad transfer portal, which is essentially the same thing and pick up somebody, and who knows if he starts. It sounds like he will compete with Noah Ruggles and Jonathan Kim, and just an indication that, I mean, that's an important position. They missed a bunch of field goals. They may miss field goals that could have won the game against Virginia Tech. That's how important that position is, and they add Grayson Atkins, who was an FCS All-American. Sounds like he has a little bit stronger leg than what Noah Ruggles in terms of accuracy from, from, uh, from distance. It should be an interesting kind of competition to follow. There certainly is not a... Uh, clear-cut starter now here we sit in, on January and it'll be uh, a competition to follow come preseason camp yeah definitely and I mean because obviously Atkins won't get here won't get to Chapel Hill until um the summer um and Ruggles will be kind of battling it out with with uh um Kim during the during the spring but one, once Atkins comes in I think that's when things are really going to heat up because I think they have definitely UNC. The coaches have definitely said, "Hey, this is an open competition," but you're not bringing this guy in without thinking that there's a very good possibility that he's going to be the kicker. Yeah, yeah, and you never know. I mean, Noah could uh, greatly improve. I remember Nick uh, Weiler uh, improved drastically. I think from his sophomore to, to junior season, um, he was kind of a disappointment one year. The next year, he was great. So you never know how much it can improve over a full calendar year. So uh, we'll definitely be following that closely. Anything else on Grayson Atkins, Don? Yeah, the only thing I want to throw out there, kind of to piggyback on what you just mentioned, is one of the sources that I, I spoke to after Atkins had committed mentioned that the staff have felt that Ruggles actually plays or competes better when he has competition. And if you remember last year, there was a – there was, I guess, I can't remember what game it was, uh, where he temporarily lost his job and um, but then came back and, and won it back pretty quickly and kind of held on to it for the rest of the the season. So, so yes, so to kind of um, add to what you're saying, there is a chance that Ruggles can just be just play a whole lot better because he has has to kind of look over his shoulder. Some guys thrive in that situation. Some guys don't. Maybe Ruggles is one of those guys who does. Yeah, and competition makes everybody better, and you see that at every, at every position. We'll certainly be seeing that um, at wide receiver, at defensive line, and a lot of other positions. So I think the secondary for UNC is going to feature a lot of competition because they add so many transfers, so many injured players are back, Patrice Rene, a lot of different players in the secondary. So that's what uh, college football is all about. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about this Sunday visit at UNC that kind of turned into a impromptu junior day for a lot of the top targets for UNC in the 2021 class. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. And we're talking about this. uh, You you talked about a little bit in your scoop, Don, this impromptu junior day that kind of happened with a lot of players visiting what NC State and the photo day. Can you kind of break down what happened? I know you wanted to kind of talk about this. It's an interesting topic. And I think it shows how recruits in the 2021 class in North Carolina are traveling together and showing interest together. And that could be a a momentum thing for whatever school kind of gets going with this uh, this in-state hall. Yeah, before I get to your question, I think we need to mention the Weekly Scoop has a ton, a ton of um, information in there, uh, updates basically with a lot of the top in-state recruits for North Carolina um, and and breaks down a bunch of different things. So definitely check that out. And this week, we talk about this in depth um, in within the Weekly Scoop. But basically what, what kind of happened was, Every year, and this has been going on since I've been covering, actually, I think it's been going on since the 80s, to be completely honest. Um, Every year, Tom Lemming travels the nation, and basically, I guess within each state, he has a photo shoot for his his magazine, which I don't know how popular it is anymore uh, because of just how things are with with magazines and and, and any sort of uh, print medium. You know, so so he still does this, and and he obviously invites all the top recruits. The recruits come. And for the last, I don't know how many years, NC State has kind of piggybacked off of that by having a junior day right afterwards. And as part of kind of whatever sort of relationship they have, Lemming has held his his photo shoot at Colonel Gibbons High School. And for those who are familiar with that area, Colonel, Colonel Gibbons High School is directly across the street from Carter-Finley Stadium. So that kind of works together. Now, before everyone starts to kind of jump on Tom Lemming, when I first started, this was this uh, photo shoot was actually held in Chapel Hill on UNC's campus. And that kind of went south when once um, the NCAA stepped in and said that Tom Lemming could no longer do these sort of events on college campuses. And for whatever reason, he settled. um, I think it was just a situation where. Butch Davis didn't really want any sort of involvement and whoever was a coach at NC State at the time was cool with it. And they kind of just had a, I guess, a mutual sort of uh, arrangement anyway. So a bunch of the top recruits are in Raleigh. Um, this, and, and again, this has happened for the last couple of years last year. Actually, I think it was a few years ago, North Carolina actually um, did something where they, they at the last moment set up a junior day that was immediately following NC State's junior day. Um, or something along those lines, maybe a sandwich in between, something something like that. But when uh, last year, uh, Mac Brown 
they they were just like they found out the last moment that this was happening. And so what they did was send messages to all these recruits that they knew were coming to the Tom Lemming photo shoot or the NC State um, Junior Day and said, hey, on your way home, just stop by. And they had, I don't know, I mean, half dozen or so, maybe maybe close to a dozen guys that ended up stopping by North Carolina. This year, much more aware of it. They were much more proactive and, and basically said, hey, make sure you come by um, on your way back. What ended up happening, there were certain guys who knew about it and were just like, no, I'm just going to go to this photo shoot and I'm going to go to NC State. I'm going to go home. And through their conversations with the other recruits, either at the photo shoot or and or at NC State, they decided, hey, let's 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 just go by North Carolina. And so what ended up happening from from my understanding, from talking to a couple sources is that from about, I don't know, from about, I guess, 10, 10 a.m. till about. Um, I guess 10 at night on Sunday, it was just a steady flow of recruits just coming in at different times and basically turned into a junior day with tours and with photo shoots and all that sort of stuff. Um, but again, I, I, I think the point that, that you wanted to get to is the fact that so many of these guys were kind of just talking to their buddies, their, their fellow recruits and, one was like, hey, I'm going to North Carolina. And the other one's like, huh, maybe I should go to North Carolina too. And it kind of just started, there's a little bit of a domino effect. And uh, I mean, a, a bunch of guys ended up showing up to, uh, to to Chapel Hill. Yeah, so some of these names, I mean, you don't go through some of the names, and the important names that stood out because, I mean, these are every visit's important. Basically, this is how I'm imagining it. You know, these players are texting with the coach, an assistant coach who's their recruiter, whoever's organizing their recruitment. And they're kind of coordinating with that coach. They're going to come by, right? So all kind of all the coaches are around the facility, kind of waiting for their guys to come in, right? And they kind of get on yeah. tours and lead them around and, and wait for other players. That's how it works, right? So it wasn't. It seems like it wasn't very structured or organized. Yeah, yeah. So a typical junior day, you have like a registration time that's yeah, usually for, yeah. you know an hour long, two hours. This was more of you know you know recruit A was like you know texted his recruiter is like hey. I changed my mind. Uh, I'm leaving NC State at three o'clock. I could be at North Carolina three thirty, four o'clock. Is that cool? And they say, of course, come on by. You know, it comes by. Uh, some of the, I mean, so and there's guys who left NC State sooner than that. There were guys like, um, uh, there was. I'm thinking. I think Gavin Blackwell, I, I believe, um, did not go to NC State. He instead just went directly to North Carolina. That has always been his plan. You know, so there were there were a bunch of guys who kind of fit into that mold too, but there were guys like like uh, Rara Dilworth and Javari Ritzy who I spoke to at the Tom Lemming photo shoot, and both said we're going to NC State and then we're going home. We're going to be back in North Carolina next week. Nothing against UNC. We're just going to see them next week. No point in going to North Carolina today. And then just through the conversations with the other recruits just decided they changed those plans and they ended up at North Carolina. Yeah. So a positive thing for UNC with a lot of players coming to UNC and visiting. Can you go through a couple of the bigger names that would uh, spark the interest of, of UNC fans? Yeah. So there was a big group from Huff high school that included Mario Love, Curtis Neal, who's one of the top 2022 recruits, Um, Evan Pryor, who's a four-star running back. Also, there was, uh, I mentioned Gavin Blackwell, um, Micah Crowell. Both of those two guys are, are four-star wide receivers. 
Uh, Caleb Hood was there, and that kind of um, led to his his commitment. Uh, you know, Gabe Stevens is a uh, defensive player, four star defensive player, who I think also is pretty close to um, to uh, potentially uh, committing to a school, maybe North Carolina. Uh, Bryson Nesbitt is a tight end who I think is going to be pretty highly ranked at some point. Um, he was there. I mean, just a bunch of guys, um, and there's and there were some that that we didn't report. Um, that we didn't learn about until after the fact that were there. Just tons of guys who were there. And then there's going to be a lot more this Saturday for the, the actual junior day. Oh, great. So is there anything you want to do to preview that junior day coming up? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're going to hear a lot of the same names. We'll have a an actual list of uh, confirmed expected visitors later on the week on Inside Carolina. Uh, but basically, the, the recruits are going to come in the morning. And they will stay for the basketball game that afternoon and do all the other recruiting day stuff. A lot of the same stuff that they did this past Sunday, if they attended this past Sunday. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I expect a, a similarly talented group of uh, recruits. Yeah, and these visits are, are crucial. You know, you want to get these guys so close to the program, so close with all the assistants and Mac Brown that it's hard to say no when it's time to commit, and then also building a relationship with each other. You get a couple of committed players. You get a guys that are close. They all want to play together. And that momentum and seeing guys having fun and, and being a part of the program is critical for building the 21 class. Great stuff. We had a little technical difficulties. Hopefully everything works out. That's it for us. Remember to submit your top five serials to Don for our next podcast. We appreciate you listening. Anything else to add, Don? No, just uh, good luck to you with your schedule stuff okay all right we'll see y'all later thanks for listening to another podcast from insidecarolina.com brought to you by johnny t-shirt.com where to go for your next tar heel gear purchase hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline